Dating Skills Review, the central source for dating advice for men, presents Dating Growth Insider. Hey, this is Dating Skills Review, and today we're here with uh, Richard Larina, gambler from PUA Training, who's in Moscow right now. Hey, man. Hey, all, all good. Um, so, you know, there's a few things we want to talk about with uh, Richard, you know, some of, some of the things I've noticed about um, the way he's doing things and, and in his game um, that are pretty good. I just reviewed also Stealth Attraction, so uh, we can maybe talk a bit about that because that was a pretty good product as well. Okay. So, Richard, how are you finding Moscow? It's all good there? I'm loving it. I actually came for, I don't know, I was just going to stay for a few weeks and now I've extended my trip to the you know the latest possible um, date that I can go back and <laughs> I'm going to even stay here for my birthday I'm, I'm just loving everything about it I couldn't recommend it highly enough for um, single guys that either want to find a girlfriend or just want to meet loads of women um, pretty much every guy here has a girlfriend you know and there's, there's just infinite beautiful girls so it's fantastic yeah, it sounds amazing. I've heard the same from some of the other guys. Uh, I can't wait out, wait to get out there and spend some time too. And like the, the visa's three months, right? Or is it something like that? I I got a business visa, so I can I can stay for three months. Otherwise, it's thirty days. But yeah, come in the summer. Don't maybe the winter's not as good, but you know, some in Moscow is fantastic. Great. All right. So like one of the the things we just touched on is uh, kind of like traveling and also kind of like setting your social life up when you're going to new places, you know, um, you know, some of us, so if we're living in, in one city, you know, we kind of develop our social roots and meeting women and attracting women and, you know, all of this and having a girlfriend, we've got our life set up. It can be kind of easy, but when we step out of that environment, we step, you know, we're either going traveling for a little bit or, you know, we're going to a new country, we're actually moving or we're going to a new city, then we kind of have to start from scratch. And I know you've been traveling a lot over the last few years and you've probably been having to go through this process a lot. So we wanted to talk a bit about some of the advice you have on that subject. Sure. Well, yeah, when I came to Moscow, I did know um, two people. There was one guy that I met in, in London years ago, and there was another guy that was that I just met via Facebook that's like a, a local PUA dude. Okay. So he runs like a dating company here. And I thought that that would be, you know, enough to, to kind of get get in with some you know some social contacts but it didn't work out like that because one of the guys was doing some big projects so he, he just couldn't ever go out um and the other guy had a girlfriend and a, a sick relative so he just couldn't go out either so <laughs> i was i was basically on my own when i arrived and the first week what i had to do was um get to the best nightclub that i could get into um you know without um without having the connections and in that nightclub, I talked to some women, but I was also looking out for guys, <laughs> but not, not, not in, um, you know, it, just in the way of guys that look cool who would, who would be good guys to know. And in one night, I actually met one guy who's um, a famous guy in Moscow. Everyone, everyone kind of knows him. And he's got access to all the clubs. And I also met another guy. And every time I've been out with him, we've we've gotten girls back. So I was very lucky to, well, maybe it's not luck because you can identify someone that, you know, looks like somebody or looks cool or whatever it is. And my, my method of getting in with 
um, guys is just to be very friendly, complimentary, not to amog them. You know, if you're a guy with, um, let's say you've got an amazing car, you've got a Ferrari or something, and you meet a guy and he's got a very nice BMW, you, you don't say, oh, that's a nice BMW, I've got a Ferrari. You know, you just leave it at that. You've got, oh, that's a really cool car, blah, blah, blah. And the other thing that guys love is um, being introduced to girls. So any girls that I talked to that night, uh, whenever these guys were passing, I'd be like, oh, do you know um, this guy, my friend? And guys, you know, don't often get that. You know, most most men, when they find a girl, they just kind of keep keep her. Uh, they they get a bit selfish and you know keep her away from everyone. But you know, by being a guy that is friendly, fun, complimentary, uh, doesn't try and amog them and introduces them to women, is is the kind of guy that um, that you'd want to hang out with. So I made friends with these cool dudes, and then. Um, from there, met a bunch of other people in the same way, and then I've had access to all of the top clubs in Moscow that even a lot of locals that have been here for many years haven't been to, and they're, they're kind of jealous of me. Um, and you know, <laughs> new club openings and things like that. And then, of course, from there, met lots of women, and um, you know, it's, it's actually pretty easy to get dates here. So I've got dates every day, and um, also lots. Of of options for people saying come here come there so now my social life in moscow i've only been here a month and it, it took about two two and a half weeks to, uh, to get it going but now it's as good as i'd have in new york or london or, or anywhere else where i know people that's great so it's quite quite easy i'm like that like you, your, your good point there is that it's pretty easy to differentiate yourself from a guy's perspective because there, there are a few guys who are going to introduce you to other girls and, you know, kind of be in that very sharing and open um, aspect mm -hmm. to it. Yes, exactly. Yeah. You have to think what you, you appreciate as a guy and, you know, it's like generosity, friendliness, mm -hmm. uh, compliments and access to women. So if you can offer someone that, whether they're, you know, a billionaire oligarch um, or, you know, a, a club manager or, or just a, a cool dude, you know, everyone everyone welcomes that kind of, um, friendship. Mm -hmm. Great. Would you say you had any kind of English style to the way you go about things compared to um, any of the other dating coaches or pickup artists that you've met? I'm just that's just kind of like from an interesting style because I've noticed in some of your presentations there are things that I think might be a bit more English. Um, I think what. I think I, I've kind of taken out the the Hollywood stuff that you know history and um, the, you know the stuff in the game seems to be very much tailored for Hollywood. Um, but I think my stuff is is pretty general. Um, I mean, a lot of the examples I use are, are from um, the London nightclub scene, but the London nightclub scene is made up of people from all over the world. And I've tested the the same stuff, you know, from in another thirty whatever countries. So I think it's it actually works very well in America. So no, I don't I don't think there's um, there's anything that is particularly English about it, apart okay. from the fact that I'm English. <laughs> <laughs> and you have an English accent, of course. So um, how's it like work in different countries? Uh, since you've been traveling around a bit, it might be you know if you've got any perspective on the differences of 
the girls, the way they, you know, the way they interact with you or typical things that happen with different na- nationalities, you've seen it as different or um, like you were just talking about the Moscow nightclub scene, is it is it very similar to London or anywhere else or are there any differences people can watch out for, you know, if they're traveling or if they're uh, perhaps talking to women from different countries? Yeah, there's some there's some stuff. So in, in Russia, the guys um, don't dance. So mm. you look at the dance floor and it just looks like a bunch of single girls. Um, but what they do is they the guys kind of post up somewhere. They sit down or stand somewhere and they just stare at their woman. And to someone that doesn't know what's going on, it kind of mean you might just think he's like a, a you know a sleazy guy just staring at the girls. But he's actually kind of marking his territory and saying, "That's my woman." Oh right. And so there's there's interesting things like that. You know that might save you getting getting your ass kicked. <laughs> um, but also there's stuff like Eastern European and Russian uh, girls are very straightforward. So it's not uncommon to meet a girl and she says i like you and i'd like to see you again or to meet a girl and she says what are you talking about why are you saying these strange things or why do you ask me this question what you know this kind of stuff so if, if you approach with these stupid um routines and canned openers they'd really fall flat um versus with swedish girls or american girls where they're more likely just to um you know go with it on the other hand, you know, the honesty makes it easier to, you know, there's no dating games. If you, if you say, give me your number and meet me on Thursday, and they say yes, they will. Um, if they don't want to, they'll say, no, I don't think it's a good idea. Um, <laughs> and it's just really, really refreshing. Uh, in Brazil, they're very, very friendly, easy to talk to, sexy girls, um, very sexual, very confident. They're likely to say, you know, I'd like to kiss you, or my friend likes you, or you know, this this kind of stuff happens a lot in Brazil. Just um, direct girls kind of taking the initiative, and because they're very friendly, they're easy to talk to, but they're not necessarily any easier. So I, I don't know. There's there's many many differences um, across different countries, but those those are a couple of the bullet points. Yeah, this is interesting stuff. Um, I know, you know, I've spent some time in in Asia, and when I first got out there, everything kind of felt flat because um, there were some big differences. And over time, I think maybe the way you think about it too is like, um, you know, over time I realized that there were some differences, but really it was just kind of the subtleties in communication. So um, in 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 some dimensions, they're just a bit, a bit more extreme than. In, in other places like England or, or the US and the girls have it there too it's just that it's a bit more extreme in the way um, mm-hmm. it, it goes down so like you're saying there's the honesty thing in directness in in Russia um, and you get that in other places but it's just you know a lot, a lot stronger there uh, yeah so I can see that so uh, one of the things you know I saw in the stealth attraction was that you know obviously it was focused at higher end clubs and uh, kind of higher, higher status girls. You know, I, I notice a lot of the things that I've seen um, go, go down in the higher, higher end clubs, that, namely that it's a lot more discreet. Um, yes. So could you talk a bit about high end clubs and the importance of discretion and, you know, and what you think about discretion and how important it is? Sure. I mean, a lot of guys might think, you know, why should I go to a nightclub? And a lot of guys that go to a nightclub might think, you know, why should I go to a high-end club? And I I think it's important first to say that um, any guy that wants to be very, very good, I think will learn 
so much from being in these places. Generally, everyone in, in a high-end club has um, done something to enable them to be in there. And they're generally very socially intelligent people, um, mm -hmm. the guys and the girls there. And that is why um, you, have to, you have to really be on point with your game and you have to understand the situation and, and things like that. So just from being in the environment, it's kind of sink or swim. And when you can swim there, then it just makes everywhere else very very easy um you know some small mistakes or some some little things can can mess mess you up so you know for me when i started doing pickup i wanted to reach the um you know i wanted to get the the hottest possible goals and these girls are always in the high end clubs they're, they're simply not in you know the average bar that you can you can find or you know the typical english pub um you might find them there once once in a in a blue moon but if you want to guarantee beautiful girls you, you have to be in the high end club and the environment is very subtle because it's the same people it's the in crowd mm -hmm. and already in moscow I'll, i'll see the same i've bumped into the same people over and over again um not even in the same clubs but like the hottest club on thursday the same people go there as the hottest club on friday and the hottest club on saturday so I keep bumping into the same people, and I think because of that, it's less uh, it's less anonymous. So the girls would not want to be seen with you know the wrong type of person or interacting in the wrong ways. So you know certain types of approaches would would be less likely to work in the high end club versus somewhere that's a bit more anonymous. Um, you know, which would be just an average bar or somewhere that people um, don't go regularly or, or isn't an in crowd kind of place. And subtlety in the high-end club is is very important. It doesn't mean that uh, you can't be direct um, in a certain way. You can be very direct, but there is that element of kind of understanding the situation and, and playing the right game for it. Well, now that we're talking about some of the high-end clubs, uh, have you got an example, say, from London uh, of some of the clubs that, you know, you would consider high-end and that we're talking about here so that people can have reference points kind of concrete examples sure yeah there's there's probably five to ten high-end clubs in london mm -hmm. um there's the box Cirque, maddox bougie cuckoo um and there's a few like tramp and annabelle's that are, that are really tough to get into but more of an older crowd and these are all you know two or three hundred people they're not too big and that's how they get to to keep their exclusivity And, you know, what, when you said older group, like, what kind of age groups do you find in each? Are they very young, some of these clubs? It's normally young girls and old guys with money. <laughs> How <laughs> old are we average, talking about? <laughs> about 80. No, no. It's like um, the, the guys are normally older than the women, so the average age of a guy would be in his 30s, and average age of a girl would probably be 22, 23, mm -hmm. uh, which is probably how the guys like it, so... <laughs> Yeah, I guess I guess I guess that works well for. I mean, if a girl's pretty, she can get into the scene and she can get you know free champagne, free taxis, free dinners, whatever she wants. So, you know, if and if she's pretty, that's all it takes. But for the guys to get in there, they need um, money is one way in, and another way is uh, cool or connections. Right, right. So, uh, how about some reference points on money? Just kind of like how how much are these guys kind of paying? When when they go to these places per night, well, to to make sure you get in, you you have to buy a table, which is like um, 
500 pounds minimum mm -hmm. and usually a lot more that's like 750 dollars there's places in moscow where it's two thousand dollars minimum and wow. i even heard about a place that's five thousand dollars minimum um on a you know on certain nights so it's 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 crazy and it's the same pretty much you know from miami vegas new york everywhere you're looking at um 500 to a thousand dollars minimum even for you know not not even the top of the top clubs and that that will get you you know a table and some uh, a couple of bottles of vodka that would cost you a, a whole lot less if you just bought it in the store on, on the corner so <laughs> but guys do it obviously because it, it guarantees them some status within the club and if they've got money to burn then um you know it, it makes them feel cool look cool and uh, usually have the opportunity to speak to some girls if they've just got a, a tiny bit of game um, that will give them that will give them the edge. Yeah, great. So, wh who else is in there? Because like obviously these kind of price points are going to be beyond uh, a lot of people. So you know, wh whatever routes do you would you propose for guys getting into these clubs? Would they have to start at one of the lower lower end ones or? The best way, yeah, is to get to get into the best club that you can get into, and mm -hmm. then connect and network in there, and then that will that will help you move up the the food chain. That's that's kind of how I did it in London. Uh, there was kind of a, an average club that was, um, you know, there was like a twenty percent chance you'd get in if you just turned up, and you know, maybe a, a eighty percent chance if you turned up with some girls. So I started at that place and then I kind of networked in there and then started getting to better places. And, and the people to get in with were either um, the hot girls, the the staff at the club, um, because anyone that works, anyone that's like a waitress or, you know, a female staff member at one club can get access to all the other clubs. They kind of know everyone right. on the door and stuff. Yeah. Uh, if you can get in with door guys if you can get in with the club promoters they tend to move around clubs as well so um, rich guys staff at the clubs and hot girls that can kind of bring you with them are the people are kind of the, the gatekeepers that, that can give you access to uh, to everywhere so my friends in London are a mix of people that are employed by the club um, hot girls that that you know have access to everywhere and uh, promoters that that can bring me in, especially if I bring some girls with me, then mm -hmm. and it's even easier. Okay, well let's let's talk about kind of like uh, how it works to kind of build a group of girls or or to get in, getting with the girl side of it. And mm -hmm. you know. so like, you'd befriend say say one girl, and then would she start inviting you out with the other girls, or would you? invite her and her friends out what are the kind of the practical moves to all of this sure well i mean the first thing is that for my first few years in in game i'd be in a a, a bar or club or whatever it was and i'm just looking around looking for girls that i would like, like to have sex with that that was all my <laughs> my radar was kind of tuned into and i'd approach and i'd try and take the shortest possible steps to trying to make that happen um you know that was fine and and I I got success in 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 that regard. You know, I got girlfriends, I slept with some girls and whatever. But in in terms of my lifestyle, it didn't really do much. And when I look back back, I was like, wow, I've talked to all these people, but I've not really got you know any any female friends or anything like that. So the first thing is to to kind of tune your radar a bit differently. Mm -hmm. And instead of looking at a guy like an Amog, look at the guy like, hang on, there's this 
cool guy. Um, he dresses really well. So, you know, what, what's he wearing? Maybe I should copy his fashion. Oh, he's really popular. What, what's he doing that um, lets him kind of know all these people? He's friends with all these hot girls. You know, why? how did he get into that position? Maybe he's a booker at model agency. Who knows? But either way, you know, when you tune your radar differently, you start to see the value in um, in getting to know guys. And instead of just looking at girls and thinking, do I want to sleep with them? You start talking to girls and you think, okay, maybe I don't want to sleep with her, but she's actually a really fun girl. Um, she's got a nice energy, a great attitude, and, you know, she makes me smile. She's, she loves having fun. She'd be fantastic to, to go out with. So instead of seducing her, trying to kiss her and all of that stuff, you just say, you know, listen, you're really fun. We should, we should go and party at the weekend together. Um, girls enjoy having men around that aren't sleazy, that can, you know, can look after them, make sure they're safe in the club. You know, girls in London always get about guys spiking their drinks. You know, they're paranoid about it. I don't think it happens as much as they think it does. You know, it's normally they just get really drunk and don't don't realize what they were what they were doing. You know, they say guys spike their drink, but they're worried about that and they're worried that they can get home safely and they've got all of these things. So having a, a guy around them that um, can look after them is is really valuable to them. So you basically do everything, you know, as, as a PUA, all of the, you know, the stuff to kind of make people like you, but without the seduction. And you, you know, when you approach 10 girls, instead of having, you know, three numbers and an F close or however you tally things, mm -hmm. you know, you end up making a couple of friends some contacts and some people you can hang out with and getting some you know, some other girls on dates and sleep with a girl, you know, so you just, you just widen your, um, your goals a little bit. And it's, it's actually very easy to make female friends for the, for the reason that I said, you know, that they like having a guy around, having the male energy and having someone that can, you know, be a gentleman and kind of look after them if there's, if there's anything, um, you know, if there's anything that that happens you know some dodgy guy that's after them someone that's following them around there's always stuff that you know that that happens to hot girls so it's yeah. nice if you can offer them that and it is mainly just changing the way you think about things um from being selfish and focused on sex to thinking about you know what can i offer these girls or what can i offer these guys and just from having that perspective very quickly you can you can build a social network yeah, this is this is this is all good stuff. Another practical uh, aspect of this is uh, like just things like Facebook, right? Um, yes. Like you're talking about some of the things that can kind of uh, drive drive uh, girls away from guys. They think it's sleazy or creepy. Um, you know, one of the things I, I'm I think that has become an issue is the way guys are using Facebook um, when they're trying to build social circles and they they've kept the mindset they had before where they want lots of you know um let's say pictures where they're with girls and they're kissing girls or whatever all over their all over their facebooks and it's kind of become uh how would you say uh very cliche in in the pickup artist uh -huh. guys to have these uh these profiles with 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 tons of pictures which can look a bit you know sleazy um in some places get you know a bit sexual with the girls have you got any advice on that or are you, you know, do you see that as a good thing? That's okay, or uh, is is it better to yeah. play more discreet when you're, you know, you're trying to do this, or should you not even have the girls on your Facebook? How 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 would you advise to? Play? Well, I've got I've got two. I've got my, my one that I would call my 
company one, for example, and it's got pictures of, um, it's got an album called Girls, Girls, Girls or something, and it's like 100 and something pictures mm-hmm. and kissing girls and girls in, whatever, very, you know, lots of funny ones, whatever. And then, the, but there are no girls on that profile. Um, and then I've got my personal profile that's only got a couple of hundred friends, and this is the one that girls see. And this has uh, travel pictures, pictures of me in interesting situations, you know, if you've done skydiving or you do some sports or whatever, you know, that stuff. Um, it's got some pictures of me with girls. It's got pictures of me with ex-girlfriends on holiday. But I think it's not, um, it's not a crazy amount. And I think it's very, it's very explainable. So I think you shouldn't just have pictures of you kind of sitting in your house alone. Uh, you should have some sociable pictures, and there's no problem having pictures with girls at all. I think it can. I think it can help a little bit. It shows that you're, um, you know, you're in demand, and that women are interested in you. If it's just you with guys in every picture, and you know, you wouldn't dare put up any pictures of girls. It's it's, it's a little strange. Yeah, yeah. Would you actively try to get the girls on Facebook or? Um, it depends. I mean, normally, it, it, normally when I'm in England, I don't even carry a phone when I go to the club. So I'm, I'm just, I'm just trying to get them back, and that's, um, and that's all I'm going for. And if, uh, if I had them on Facebook, it'd normally be, you know, in, in my room in the morning, just fire up the laptop, and she can add herself to my Facebook. Um, but if here I'm doing things a little bit differently. Um, I'm going on, because there's literally so many girls in, in Moscow, I'm going on lots of dates. So, um, you know, if I if I go out on a night, it's kind of a waste to just stay with one girl. So I'll, I'll arrange to meet a bunch of other girls and, and then stick with one. But um, Facebook can help, I think. Facebook is most useful in a situation where, for example, you're, you do day game, you talk to a girl for five, ten minutes, and she she's in a rush or you're in a rush, you get her number. And it's just, she doesn't know too much about you, you know? Yeah. And it's, it's a little, it's, it's not a very strong close. So adding on Facebook just shows her you're a real person, you're not a serial killer, and, you know, gives her a little bit of curiosity about, yo, he did this, he went to this place, that's interesting, you know? And then when she meets, she's more likely to meet you again. So I think it can, it can benefit in that way, and it can also benefit if there's girls that are kind of, on the periphery, you know, that you meet now and again. Um, and it's just a nice way to to be able to kind of keep in touch with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that makes total sense. I, I totally agree for the, the day game part because, um, you know, as we, as, we, as, we, as we know, you know, well, a girl will be curious and she'll go through most of your photos and most of your profile trying to find out who you are and that will make her feel a lot more comfortable about the whole thing if you haven't yes. spent much time together. Okay, great. So um, how about discretion in clubs um like you know so, so right now we're, t- we're talking about you're in russia uh, and you're saying that you meet several girls in the evening um so you know do you play it discreetly in, in, in the clubs there or you know how, how does it go down that you meet several women during the night and you know they don't get upset or yeah you have to i got in trouble the other night actually but i made it okay by the end um but my the thing that I do is I'm always moving around and girls generally stay uh, quite static in the club. So if I'm if I'm in a club, I'll 
go to the bar, go to the dance floor, go to the other room, go to the, you know, if they've got an outside smoking area, whatever. So I'm always moving around the club. Mm -hmm. um, so it's possible to, to kind of meet one girl and then keep an eye out for the others. But if I meet a girl I really like, um, the other night I met this lovely girl, super, super sweet. We had a lovely conversation and, you know, I'm, I'm like, this girl's not going to have sex, you know, in, in the toilet or so she's a lovely girl you know so we should go on a date and it'll be really nice and sweet and and then she's caught me on the dance floor with this other girl kind of dancing quite close and I was like oh no that's pretty bad um so I I stayed with this girl for a little bit but then um when when I was leaving I told her that you know I was going to go home and sleep and we'll, we'll meet on Tuesday and we'll have a lovely and I kind of made it okay again mm. um but it was yeah, you can you can get in trouble, but I think it's it's a quality problem. You know, if you if you kiss five girls and then a girl comes to you and says, you know, I can't believe it. I just saw you kiss four other girls. Um, you can you can always explain it. You can say, look, I'm a single guy, and you know, when I'm in a relationship, I'm monogamous and I treat my girlfriend like a princess and everything like that. But you know, to be honest, we just met and I think you're cool, but I'm not gonna, you know, we're not getting married tonight or or anything like that and you know, until I until I find the right girl, I'm gonna act like a, a single guy. And most girls should be okay with that. That's great. One of the one of the points you brought up in Stelford Attraction was talking about this movement throughout the club. You know, you always try to keep moving. Could you talk a bit about why why you think that's important? Yeah, it's important because it's all about your value, and you know, you can think of it like a, a life bar or something in a, in a computer game. And when you're, when you're doing certain activities, it drops. And if, if you're seen in the same place, uh, if a girl watches you and she's able to observe you for five minutes when you're not talking to anyone and you're not engaged in any activity like dancing or, um, or ordering a drink or, or something like that, your, your value is dropping. So you should always keep it moving just to... Um, to make sure your your value doesn't drop too much and obviously be as sociable as possible. I also like the... I don't like seeing a girl over the other side of the room and kind of walking directly towards her and, and opening her like you might if she was standing in you know in a, in a square in the street or something. Mm -hmm. um, I like kind of weaving through the club and, you know, trying to make things happen and spontaneously just, you know, starting something with a girl that as I'm walking past and if you're always moving through the club you have the opportunity to do that with with every single girl in there if you're just standing in the same place you're you're kind of lowering your value and you only have the the pick of the girls that are around you now when I noticed uh, when I was going through stealth attraction uh, I seen some of um, AFC Adam Adam Lyons stuff and some of the stuff reminded me kind of like the way he's he talks about his um, the way he take, approaches clubs with entourage uh, a little bit. Um, so, you know, I assume you you guys have hung out quite a bit. Um, are there kind of differences in, in the way you approach things, or would you say you're pretty similar? Um, we started at the same time, Adam and I. We were both, we both kind of learned out, learned um, game at the same time, and we were both in London, but we weren't, we weren't hanging out together together um until the point where we started working together we'd never been to a nightclub together or anything like that we'd kind of seen each other out and about but 
we weren't in the same circles. Um, Adam was doing this uh, project entourage where, where he'd bring the girls to the clubs and I was doing something similar for, for a couple of months where, you know, I'd met so many girls that I'd, I'd bring girls to the clubs as well. So we were doing something similar, but um, the essence of it is just if you, if you meet a girl in another environment or, or in a club, if you meet her in the daytime or, or, you know, a pub or something and you say, listen, you know, come to this nice nightclub at the weekend, it's, it's a very easy close. Um, and you can be doing that all week, and then you can turn up to the club with with a bunch of girls, and that increases your chances with them, and it also increases your chances with any other girls in the place. So um, we both, I guess, do something or have done something, you know, similar. I'm not sure if if there are differences, but these days I, I tend to just go with um, with some friends um, and not kind of round up all the girls. Because it's a lot of work, you know. You're texting all day long. Yeah, of course. <laughs> it's, it's a it's it's a different different approach, and um, obviously the they had that promoter club uh, company back then. Um, mm-hmm. So you know, there's a, there's a few people who have, I've noticed have done that. They've built their own promotion com- companies, but of course, that's a very different uh, lifestyle. Um, and it's good it's good to do for a few months. It's, I think it's a destructive lifestyle long term. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think for a few months it's a great thing to do. You're going to be with lots of women. You're going to talk to lots of women, and it's you know it's, that's obviously a great thing for for your game. You know, for the rest of your life to to get that experience. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, so you know, so, um, I th- I like the the way you talk about destructive because that's been a, a bit a bit of a topic lately. Um, lifestyle. What kind of things, like you're saying, there's some things that are good to focus on for a while um, so that you can learn them properly. Um, and then there's yeah. other aspects that can be get, become destructive over time and are probably not what you want in your lifestyle. So what kind of things would you be looking to build up over your life? You know, um, Which parts do you want to integrate into your lifestyle versus some things you maybe want to concentrate on just for a little while and then and then not have them so much in your life? Sure. Well, the whole PUA thing of finding a wingman and going to layer meetings and hanging out with men all the time, um, especially men that come from a background of, you know, a lack of women is is a bad thing to be doing long term. Um, when you're studying pickup, you're going to be a strange guy. You're going to be hanging out with other strange guys and you're going to be doing strange things and you need to recognize that it's weird and the only thing that makes it okay is that you're only going to be doing it for a short time while you learn Mm -hmm. and you know you're going to really go at it hard and you know approach tons of women and try everything and then when you start getting results you want to move away from that lifestyle you want to stop looking at the pickup stuff and the forums and you know you want to meet regular people that don't know what it is um, you want to have female friends and you just want to be a cool guy you know that sh- that should be the the end goal and when it comes to the the nightlife you know you talk about high end clubs and they are they are where the beautiful girls are and you can meet nice girls that that can be your girlfriends but generally it's full of um you know drugs and alcohol and after parties and meaningless sex and things like that so if someone offered me to to be uh you know the manager of the top club in london i'd turn it down because i think it would be 
I think it would be, you know, bad for me for, for all those reasons, just surrounded by, um, you know, vice and shallow, shallowness all the time. You know, I know tons of people in the club, and if I go back to London after a few months and I haven't seen them, they give me a big hug, and I'm really happy to see them. But who are they really? You know, they're just this person that I've seen many, many, many times, but always in a nightclub, and I don't really know who they are. Um, so it's 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 a bad environment for your for your soul, <laughs> but to to do it for a few years is um, you know it's great, and you'll meet tons of women. You'll you'll learn social intelligence, and you know you'll meet lots of cool people. But again, recognize that it, it should be more of a short term thing or something you only do when you're single or something you enjoy now and again. But um, it shouldn't be a you know something that you do five days a week every week so what the, that's kind of like the the negative side what, what kind of things you were saying that guys should you know focus on being a cool guy uh, what kind of things over the longer term are going to help them to do that and you know what what kind of things should they be investing in in, in over well, the longer term yeah it's, it's it's a good question i mean a lot of guys they they want the end result which is women and they want the shortest possible route there, which is to learn um, a technique that will make those women like them. Um, and that can result in a guy that is, uh, you know, an empty shell, but he, he he appears like, you know, something that she would be um, attracted to because he says and does the right things for a few hours. Um, when I When I started, you know, trying to um, make myself better, I... I kind of looked at myself and I thought well first I thought what what kind of girl do I want and then I kind of described her and I thought about what she'd look like and I thought you know why would she date me she wouldn't you know I'm 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 not good enough for her she can do a lot better okay what what makes me not good enough what's what's lacking in my um in my life in my skills you know what are the things that I'm ashamed of or what are the things that hold me back or that I could be better at and that's what, you know, it's different for every person, but those are the things that I worked on. Um, I worked on them from having mentors around me, you know, guys that are very manly, very alpha, my friend who's amazingly funny, you know, all, all of that stuff. And that influenced my personality. And then at the same time, I'm, I'm getting skills and experience and, um, you know, I'm trying to do interesting things and, and learn stuff that would... Uh, that would be cool, you know. I, the way I thought about it was, you know, James Bond, he's like an expert on everything from wine, he can tango, he can do this, he can do that. You know, that's that's what that's what you should be aiming for uh, in the long run if you want to attract the, the highest quality girl possible. All right, so it's basically being, a, you know, building an all-round, all-rounded uh, good lifestyle. And, you know, an interesting thing, I was just watching The Social Network. I hadn't had a chance to see it, the film about, you know, the creation of Facebook last night. Yes. And, you know, one of the things that comes across in all of that is is basically the old model where, you know, these guys are all doing it because there's a girl they wanted, you know, basically. Yep. So the, the, the whole kind of assumption of, of that film is that, you know, they either lost a girlfriend or they wanted a girlfriend that they couldn't have. And so yep. they built a huge monster company because of the emotional energy they got in order, you know, in order to do that so that they can get the girl at the end of the day, right? Um, yeah, and I think that's what most guys do, isn't it? 
Yeah, yeah, it is. And, you know, I think it's interesting from the the pickup artist or the, the whole dating, you know, uh, knowledge and skills environment turns it upside down, right? And I think what you see a lot of guys do is, you know, they get into this stuff and they think, okay, there's a shortcut, right? I don't have to go yes. and build Facebook or whatever it is, and I can just learn these skills. And mm-hmm. so then... What I think happens, I'd be interested to see what you know you say about it. Is I, I see a lot of guys kind of de-emphasize all of the Facebook building, all of the career building, all of the you know uh, investment in the other areas of their life. Yeah, you you have some some guys, and they'll be you know they'll stink and they'll wear crappy clothes and they'll you know not do anything, and you and they're like, well, I don't need to. I've got game. Yeah. And you're like, no, dude. You know, <laughs> you have to. Don't be, don't be a nasty guy. You know, don't inflict the, this, your existence on a on a poor girl. You know that is that just falls for your your rubbish in in a few hours. You know, try and improve who you are, and you will be happier in the end. Um, game is a shortcut in terms of you don't need to work, you know, eighty hours a week to get a nice car to hope that you can impress a girl. You know, and all of this stuff. You, it takes away the, you know, the need to to make tons of money. Right, but you know those uh, things. Personality and, and become a, a better man. So, uh, you it's a, it's a different, it's a different focus. And, and the ideal guy is a guy that, uh, and also has all of this other stuff. And you know, in short, you could just say he's cool. You know, whatever, whatever, um, whatever that is. But in short, you know, he would be a cool guy. And it, it doesn't matter. I mean, in in in. London, you know, a guy comes up, hey, I'm a lawyer, I'm an investment banker. And she's like, whatever, you know, it doesn't it doesn't mean much to her. And chances are she's dated one and realized that they're never around or, and all they can offer is, you know, nice dinners and nice birthday presents. Right. However, you take a lawyer or an investment banker and, you know, he, he studies dating skills and so on. And, and he can become a balanced person who can offer yes. the nice things from, the, you know, the land of investment banking. Right, he has mm-hmm. he has wealth, and you know he's pretty socially astute, and so on. He's driven, obviously, you know all of those well, being, things. Being wealthy and driven, and all of that is is you know a fantastic plus. It's just when guys go too far, believing that they need to go further in that direction to get good with women, whereas um, guys that get it, they you know they stay in their professions, but they ease off and they try and develop themselves in other ways, and they recognise that it's not um, it's not the only thing that makes them a, an attractive man. Great, great. Uh, so you just one of the things you touched on uh, a few times, and you you also mentioned in self attraction is getting a mentor and you know like modeling people. Could you talk a bit about how like you know a lot of people say, hey, yeah, get a mentor, get someone who's better than you. Uh, but what what are the kind of the practical steps to you know getting someone interested in mentoring you or helping you out? Um, the first the first thing is kind of identifying the right guys. I mean, I, I watched this. This um, dating, I watched some clips of a, a, a dating conference, and there was all these coaches there, and I thought most of them were atrocious. Um, they didn't look like the kind of guys that could teach um, anyone but the base, most basic student anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, I was I was thinking, you know, do the people in the audience recognize that, or are they scram, you know? furiously writing away notes, you know, regardless of, of who the guy on the stage is, um, you know, without thinking for a second, hang on, is, is this is this someone I should listen to? 
And a lot of, you know, as a businessman, a lot of people approach me and say, oh, I can help your business. You're doing this and that and we could do it better. And my first thought to myself is, you know, have you done it before? What's your track record? Oh, really? You can you can do this for me? Okay, how many times have you done it? What were the results? Mm-hmm. And that's that's kind of the, the thing you want to look for in your mentor is they, they need to have something that you want, not just say they do or you you know you've heard they do but they they seriously must um have something that that you're lacking um in terms of kind of getting getting in with them i mean what what you basically need to do is make friends with this person and whether it is you know in the spheres of business or um or pickup it's very similar to what i said earlier about you know making guys like you guys enjoy compliments they like someone that is socially savvy. You know when someone's just talking and you, you get a bit bored and you start to show it and they don't realize? Yeah. You know, stuff like that. So you need to, a basic level of social intelligence to realize how you should interact with people. But otherwise, just um, being nice, being sociable, offer to take them to dinner, to buy them a drink, because you'll get, you'll get value out of that. I've got my, my best friend in London. He's a guy called Alex. And... He doesn't have money, he doesn't have um, looks, but he gets unlimited girls and they're absolutely incredible looking girls. And it's all because of his personality. He's like the funniest guy that anyone's ever met. And I wanted this, you know, I I used to go on dates and they were super, super boring. Um, After I met him, all my dates are, you know, fantastic and you know, one day this girl said, you know, stop telling jokes because my stomach hurts, you know, you're so funny. And I was like, what, you know, what a turnaround from these girls that didn't want to see me again because it was just a, you know, boring, boring date. So, um, you know, you see someone, you're nice to them, you, you offer them whatever you can, um, you buy them a drink because you will definitely get that back, you know, in in what you'll learn from them. So, I mean, what Alex has given me is is priceless. Um, so, you know, he doesn't, he didn't, we've kind of shared things, you know, I've got him laid loads of times, he's got me laid loads of times, and it's become, you know, a relationship that's, that's good for both of us, and, you know, we both enjoy spending time together, but um, in the early days, if I if I knew, it happened by chance, but um, if I had consciously wanted to make friends with him, all I'd need to do is offer to buy him a drink and, you know, some and just be nice to him. And introduce him to some girls. Pretty simple. <laughs> yeah, I like how straightforward you, you put that um, aspect because a lot of guys make it kind of seem complicated. And and the word mentor can sound uh, it can make it sound complicated. And, and yes, do not approach a guy and say hi. Can you be my mentor? <laughs> it's not. It's, it shouldn't be an official relationship. I've I've got a guy that I work with, and he's in New York, and. He's kind of um, he's got a, a network of all of the smartest business guys that are related to to what he does, and he can call them anytime for advice and things like that. But after he does, he kind of sends them a, a hamper of you know wine and cheese or something. You know, mm. he does stuff like that, and people appreciate unselfish behaviour. And it's rare to find someone that is uh, not just out for themselves and willing to give what they can in return you know and if so, if one of them comes to new york he offers to take him out to dinner or to show him this place or you know whatever they need they can sleep on his couch or you know usually they're loaded so they don't need to but you know th- this kind of stuff and and a lot of the time just making the offer is enough you know 
if you're mm. if there's a, a rich dude and you say, Oh, I'm going to the bar, you know, can I get you a cocktail? He's standing there with his glass of cristal and stuff, he's probably gonna say no, but he appreciates the the offer, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hang on, uh gonna wind this up soon, but uh there's something else I wanted to talk to you about because it, it just I've seen it come up a lot um, in in your materials. Is you talk a lot about the ego, and uh, how this can stop guys from doing the right thing or you know doing what they need to do. Could you like talk about how you understand the ego and how you see that preventing guys from you know doing what they need to do to meet and attract the right women? Yeah, a lot of guys look at um, look at it as kind of win lose when it comes to their life and you know other other guys and things like that yeah and i see it a lot with with other puas where they meet me and there's just men in the room and they'll try and do amog stuff you know yeah the alpha handshake and all this shit and i'm thinking you're in a room with guys so does it really help you to be the you know to look alpha in front of these other other dudes you know um so this kind of status stuff, it, it, it doesn't matter very much when it's just men. Um, it's only important when women are around that you don't that you don't look uh, low status or low value. Um, women, when it comes to meeting women, you achieve so much more if you can actually introduce people to each other and find the guys that. You know, like I said about Alex, he's gotten me laid so many times, I don't know, 30, 40 times, whatever it is, in a few years. He's He's been directly responsible for getting me laid, either, either by introducing me to a girl or, um, I don't know, some something like that. You know, he's been involved at, at some point in the chain. You know, sometimes I'll meet a girl and then he'll invite their friends back to the house or whatever it is. And if we were always going out and just trying to, you know, take what we wanted and not care about the other person we both would have got laid you know 80% less not just a little less but mm. 80% um, and it, it's the same with um, you know Yad he's, he's a day game master and uh, he was visiting me here in Moscow and he said look Rich I've got too many girls um, there's this girl I meant to go on a date with why don't why don't we both why don't we both go there and I just say look um, hang out with my friend for a bit because I've got a do this and I was like yeah yeah sure so he dropped me in this place with this beautiful model (laughs) (laughs) and she's she's stunning um she was just in Paris doing doing stuff you know she's a legitimate model and I was I was like wow you know that is just um super cool so of course anything I'll do for him um you know in the nightclub introduce him to whatever I can do to make it up I'll do it and some guys you meet they're just selfish and Mm -hmm. you know so you might do something once and then you don't do it again but a lot of guys will appreciate it and then you just have this this great thing happening so um yeah it shouldn't definitely shouldn't be too selfish and definitely shouldn't um try and amog guys you know you you don't get any benefit from you just piss people off when you try and better them oh yeah you've got the iphone 4 oh i've just got the iphone 5 or i've got this limited edition this or you know you don't need to compete with guys or show off um you know just let them let people feel good around you and then they'll want to they'll want to return the compliment and they'll want to um hang out with you in future and you'll you'll always have social options and that's worth more than you know being able to go to a club on a particular night and you know approach one girl and you know, see what happens or whatever, you know, having 
unlimited options for you know female friends, cool guys that you can go out with, access to the clubs. That's that's really what what every guy should want is that that lifestyle that just uh, feeds them women instead of making it you know hard work every time you go out. It's kind of starting from zero. Um, you can you can have a, an easy life really, and you just need a tiny bit of game. Sounds sounds great and uh, a great great kind of more more mature approach um, to this whole thing. Yeah, so. I wasn't I wasn't very mature. That's a that's a good word for it. You know, when I first started, I think I was a bit of an idiot, and I was, you know, I wasn't so socially intelligent. I probably pissed some people off, and I didn't do things in the right way. And it, um, it's it is something that um, guys should try and recognise and, and work on. Great, great. All right, well, it's been great talking to you. I'm totally jealous of you being in Moscow right now because it's been on my list for a little while. I'll get those. <laughs> Um, but it's good that you tell me that it's great because it just gives me more motivation to get out there sooner. Yeah, and as soon as possible. Every every single person listening to this, um, book your flight to Moscow, come in the summer, <laughs> and I guarantee you'll be blown away by the girls. Excellent stuff, excellent stuff. Thanks, Rich. You can find out more about today's podcast and dating instructor on Dating Skills Review. Google Dating skills review or dating skills podcast and you'll be there for first timers on the podcast dating skills review is the largest database of dating advice on the planet if it exists we have it before you do anything else read anything else listen to anything else about dating sex or attraction download our free manual fast track seven rules to get good with women in months not years you can download it right from the Dating Skills Review homepage. That's datingskillsreview.com. It will teach you the best-in-class learning strategy that the top dating instructors in the world have used to get good with women. Readers say it's flawless. If you like the podcast, please subscribe on iTunes and give us a five-star review. Those reviews help to increase our iTunes ranking and spread the word. Dating Skills Review wouldn't be what it is today without your feedback and support, so a big thanks there. This is Angel Donovan from Dating Skills Review. Get working on those skills hard this week, because next week we're taking another step up to mastering your dating life. This interview was brought to you by Dating Skills Review. Dating Skills Review is the Amazon.com of dating advice for men. If it exists, we have it. We help you find the best advice fast, so you can get good with women in months, not years. Find us at www.datingskillsreview.com.